This is Rain Man leading you on a very special episode of Bang Your Bookie's Wife. That's right, Joe. We're bucking the old intro because it's Mushroom Week on the podcast. Joe, what's your favorite mushroom? Uh, I can't. I, I enjoy a nice, sh- it, it, in the right setting, a chanterelle. Ooh, good answer. Cap? <laughs> it's the shiitake. <laughs> no, not not as not as good of an answer. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd, like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. We're going to start this podcast. Sorry, this is this Rain Man. I'm, I'm not an illustrious host like Joe. Jesus so we're going to start dude. this podcast with uh, <laughs> this the this book report. <laughs> this, took five, we need this more. took five seconds for you to be awful at it. <laughs> but it's gone. But keep going, yes. Well, yeah, because I'm perplexed because Capper just has allegedly read the book. And Merlin no one knows. Okay. Opus and Rain, Entangled well, it's the, Rain Man. No one. It's the mushroom Man, I've known Rain the longest. Man, no one knows what the fuck you're talking and about. And that means Can you something in the mushroom kingdom, buddy. Why you're talking buddy. about mushrooms and why this is the mushroom? Does it not? Capper, well, shut. Good, good point. Capper, shut the fuck up. He Capper, doesn't know what he's doing. Can you please be quiet? You, you know, nod before I know right your now. You'll deal. Have in a second. It was your deal. It was your a good deal. Point. Is just fucking talking and talking and and barreling through when you have nothing to say. Let Rain Man explain what this episode is about, Joe. You're right, and thank you for giving me the floor. And then I won't be the host, okay? Then you can as, just fuck. You fucking idiot. As many of the listeners know, we had a season-long bet this year for whoever finished better in the college football regular season. Uh, the loser would have to read a book of the winner's choosing and prepare an oral book report, which is what we're going to do today. Now, yes, I did beat Capper. Not only did I beat Capper the regular season, I also beat Capper and Joe in our Bull Mania pool along with some other people, and took home a pretty hearty prize. So, yeah, this has been my Fuck year. Off. And you want to know what's my year is if you go back to the Week Zero podcast where we previewed the bet, I said this year I was going to win because I was playing for the mycelium. That's exactly what I did. They guided me to this victory. You can laugh all you want, but I'm here. I'm hosting. I'm Rain Man. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Capper, let's start off with your book report, please. Okay, so read Entangled Life by Merlin Sheldrake. Um, it is a dense Merlin Sheldrake. There's no way that's his real Merlin name. Sheldrake. So the the it's a, it's the a, foremost expert on shrooms is is named fucking Merlin. Yeah, uh, arguably uh, one of two. When you one of two. When you uh, and think he, he's about probably it, gonna be it coming on the podcast later this year. So, anyways, continue, Cap. Um, it is a obviously nonfiction work. It is very dense, uh, very technical. Uh, very slow. A, can I pause um, you right there? It's, it's actually extremely light for a nonfiction book. I Not think what um, it, I'd I say it's the, a ninth to tenth grade in high school reading level. The first thing <laughs> this book taught me um, is that I have undiagnosed AD, adult ADHD. We knew that, bro. Um, could not focus <laughs> no. for more than five to seven pages at a time of this book. No, early on, especially. Yeah, no shit. Um, so we've. We start out, we're talking about truffle dogs um, in Europe. We're talking about the hunt. We're talking about dogs being poisoned, which I guess is a big thing now. 
um, and then these little truffles that come from. What's this about? What's sex. this about dogs being from, poisoned from fungal? Hyphae oh, yeah. sex. So I, I recommend as a follow on uh, Truffle Hound by America's preeminent eco culinary author Rowan Atkinson. It's a fantastic book. Wait, about Mr. Bean? Is it Mr. Bean seeking out truffles in that business? It is Mr. Is Bean. Is Mr. Bean a truffle guy? Wait, did I have the name wrong? No, Rowan Atkinson. Ru- no, that's that's him. Wait, it's, it's is him. it him? Did he write that book? It's him. Yeah, it's him. No, it isn't. It's the same You're guy. saying no Mr. Bean wrote Truffle Hound, dude. How common of a name is Rowan in England? It's super common. Probably, probably very. So no, it's Rowan Jacobson. Rowan Jacobson. I have Mr. Bean on the Rowan, brain from other You can't be telling people it's Rowan. Rowan <laughs> Mr. Bean did not write, is not America's preeminent eco-culinary author. I Cap, apologize. Capper, why would you say it was right right away? You didn't read Because that's his, that's his name, Rowan Atkinson. His name is not yeah, Rowan Mr. Atkinson. Bean. I have I, I haven't read Truffle Hound. Dude, this is the worst fucking podcast about anything that we've ever done. I read this Merlin. This is awful. Yeah, they actually, uh, a, like, a non-zero, like, pretty material amount of dogs actually get killed in the truffle business because they hold the secrets of where to find white Alba truffles and other truffles in sort of Hungary, Italy, France, but not the black truffles, which are becoming more common. But, yeah, those dogs are hunted and killed. It's can, wild. Can we not talk Very about dogs being not, killed? It, that's the only thing that's going to make this podcast worse. Are we aiming just for – Well, we don't We don't condone the dogs being killed. Anyways, Capper, excuse me. You have <laughs> not just, a very brave not just statement. Hunted and Thank killed, you, Raymond. But also poisoned, um, poisoned on their hunts for truffles, which are um, the result of – Root tips and fungal hyphae having sex some ways up to 23,000 times. They're able to do that to themselves. I don't know. It's um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful gift to this earth. Uh, when you eat a truffle, think about that. It just occurred to think me. Think about the perfume um, when you're occurred- smelling that sultry scent of a truffle. It just occurred to me that when next time I need to put an out-of-context quote for Rayman, I'm definitely going to put, we don't condone the dogs being killed. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. <laughs> And, and also for for the elementary listeners out there, truffles are not mushrooms; they are fungus. Uh, Correct. Okay, Capper, please um, continue. So, was the book this boring? We learned or about are you just making it boring. The book is so, quite honestly one of the most fascinating books I've ever read. But Capper, dude, Brain Man, don't so even don't is, even discuss it. You're broken. I want Capper's perspective. It is not. Um, it is not a book I would pick up. Anyway, I mean, I haven't read a book in 17 years, um, but like if, if I was to choose a book that I would actually read, this would not be first on the list, like not even close. Um, were there some interesting parts to it? Absolutely. Um, did I learn a few things? Yes. Uh, I So I'm, I'm frankly a little perturbed to start off because I finished the book 10 days ago, which was the original bet to finish by the national championship. I finished Monday night. Um, during the game, actually, because the game was such shit. Um, and now I have to go 10 days back in time to try and give this oral book report about yeah, this Yeah, you're doing a great job on the first chapter, which is what I expected. I'm going to trail off from here. Um, so, so we learn about all kinds of different things in this book. Um, we learn about... Can I pause you again real quick, Capper? Psychoactive so, mushrooms. Joe, I was actually visiting Capper and around one and a half weeks before the national championship game we're still and he might have been still on page out like locations. 12 dude we're still dude, bleeping out locations dude. yeah i didn't Ca- give it, i didn't give a location Ca- that wasn't yeah, the national you, you weren't there Capper, for the national championship. you uh, I was it before to the semis destroy 
I yeah, had it was a week and a half before the, the week before the natty. Anyways, I, yeah, I had so I had to whether or not you read it is in question. An official official so, objection, dude. This sure sounds good, like a Wikipedia. The yeah. report is under protest. The good part about it was I I have nothing up. I have I have my own notes written out. That's it. Okay, right, so going. you don't do no notes Wikipedia. for one week so, all season during college football, but you did notes for the, the fucking mushroom about, podcast. But continue. The good the good part about the book is that on Amazon when I bought it, it was listed as three hundred thirty six pages. I'm thinking, holy fuck, I got to read. 70 pages a week uh, in this five-week span to get through this thing. No, not even the case. There's 100 pages of acknowledgments and notes from this guy, which have not, like, there's no footnotes in the References. book. So, like, he's just he's just writing this get stuff a grip, after the Merlin. fact that has nothing to do with Come the story. On. Yeah, Merlin's pretty fucked. Um, so we learn about mycelium, uh, which is ecological connective tissue. Um, and we learn a lot about, like, Merlin's theories and mycologist theories on whether or not fungi or mycelium have cognition. What does cognition uh, mean? Is their own thought process, right? Um, so, so it means like, are they able to think on their own? Are they doing these things intentionally? So they talk about um, putting these mycelium in mazes, right? And like guiding t- them towards things. They talk about like feeding them certain things or like, instructing them to do things and then they do it and it's fairly interesting um but i wouldn't say groundbreaking because like merlin does not give any sort of actual thought on why this stuff happens it's all just theories from merlin Um, well because he's he's not conjecturing like like paul stamets and some of the other blowhards out in the myco community merlin's approaching it from a scientific perspective and only saying what he knows to be true Thanks for finally saying it. Yeah, Paul Stamets. So, yeah, so last week I was shit on because Paul Stamets is mentioned in the book. He climbs a mushroom tree. um, (laughs) He climbs a real tree after discovering mushrooms. It's struck by lightning. His stutter is cured. Paul Stamets. Wait, is that a real? He tells the story on every podcast. He believes in the um, the healing aura and, like, magical mystifying powers of mushrooms and mycelium. Um, so th- there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into this stuff, right? Like they, they talk about the wood wide web, um, which is obviously a pun bitch on the world. Wide <laughs> it sounds web. like someone with like uh, a speech how... impediment that can't pronounce our saying world wide web. Wait, but, can, we, can we pause there real quick? It could be on the world wood wide web. Wood wide web. Uh, so Joe, what do you think that is? What? <laughs> What's the wood wide web? The wood wide web. Yeah, what do you think it is? What Take I, guess. What I think is the wood wide web. It no sounds. Idea. It sounds. Wild. It honestly it sounds like a pretty compelling name for like a Wikipedia type thing that just documented uh, porn stars' dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that correct? Is that what it is? It's it's the new Mister Skin. <laughs> Mr. Skin, you ever seen him? Mr. Skin? Never heard of her. <laughs> Mr. Skin? Uh um the wood wide web wood wide is web. uh fungus and mycelium connecting basically all the trees of the earth, right? Okay, is so Is this like Avatar? They talk about Is this, this Avatar? This great is AWA. It's kind of <laughs> Essentially, like AWA. Yes, yeah. it is. AWA uh, based is off fungus. For that reason really I am out. Stupid. Um you they love essentially Avatar. talk about um 
all the trees in certain ecological uh, settings being connected, right, by these mycelium. Um, so when you think about, like, the Internet, you think about, like, Google, you think about... Um, Bing? Bing. Alta Vista? No, not, not fucking Bing. Yahoo. We'll go Yahoo. To Yahoo. Um, think about, like, sites you regularly visit. Bing. E- your ESPNs. Bing. Maybe your your FEIs, your FBI ratings, Bing. right? Football Outsiders. Uh, your your fan duels, your yeah, your Google, football outsiders. Football okay, outsiders those have like the first thing that comes up. Very strong mycelial connections to the other sites you visit, right? Yeah. Um, and so like they're talking about like this in an ecological Terrible setting metaphor. where like that was a horrible um, the metaphor. trees are all <laughs> I think it's fine, right? It's whatever. Is it bad? Keep going, buddy. You're crushing it's it. It's not great. You're doing great. It's okay, right? How do you do on the it's SAT? Okay. It's I wouldn't use like they talk about this. It's okay. Like Keep supply going. And they talk, well, they talk about like 85% of mycelial connections being connected to 10% of trees. Okay. Um, which is kind of what you're looking at on the internet, right? Like there are so many like true, 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 sites true, true, that nobody true. visits or the dark web that people don't go on because that's not okay. Um, <laughs> so all this stuff is basically Weird. connected by these mycelium and these fungi that like feed these organisms right so it, they talk about um how like all like plants and like life basically like they have this like give and take right and photosynthesis mice yeah well plants the plants and yes. light yeah plants correct um but like even humans they're all connected by this stuff so like they talk about like how mycelium doesn't necessarily have like a take take take. It is more of a give t- for you to give back to me. Like it's more of an even brokerage here, right? So um, all this stuff, there's a ton of it. It's all in the fucking ground. This guy plants his face in the fucking earth and just <laughs> sniffs the ground because he's really <laughs> fucked up. Um, I'm not gonna do that, but it. It's a lot. Digging through Earth's humus is one of life's great pleasures. How's he doing so far, Rain Man? Psychoactive. So so far, so good. Uh, so I actually had a pop quiz because I didn't think he read the book <laughs> later. I don't think we're going to need I the pop it. quiz because he's clearly read it. But with respect to the Wood Wide Web itself, uh, I'm going to give you a C. You clearly read it, but I don't think you've really contemplated it fully. So there's actually a big dichotomy in the scientific community. You're such an as asshole. As to whether it's the trees driving Thank the carbon God and nutrient exchange or whether it's the mycelium itself. Uh, so really how it works is there's an exchange of nutrients and phosphorus from plants. Uh, they basically they photosize, photosynthesize the carbon. They trade that carbon to the mycelium uh, in exchange for nutrients from the ground and phosphorus. Those mycelial roots however you want to call it, hyphae, then take those nutrients and trade it to different plants in the network. And they actually go from plants that are willing to pay in more carbon. So it's like kind of like an economy. Wherever they can get the most carbon, they'll make trades of nutrients. And that's how the whole system flows. And it gets a little bit more complicated because you can also see that sick trees will get more nutrients from the network than uh, non-stick trees. Actually, stumps continue to live for a long, 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 long time because they're getting these nutrients from the mycelial network, which I think is really cool. And also, trees can recognize their offspring and send nutrients specifically to their seedlings as opposed to other trees' seedlings, which is really cool. So it's probably not an answer that's the mycelial network driving it or the trees driving it. It's probably a a little bit A, a little bit of B. 
if honestly rather than a rather than like a network of the internet it sounds more similar to like a really well run program with several bagmen that can just keep the resources coming as long as it's kind of like it. alabama football yeah yeah mycelium it's alabama football they have all the it's a, like can, we'll take your shitty oc and build them back up into a good oc so we have a well-functioning college football ecosystem yeah, they have like um, a whole part. Yeah, go, they have a whole community of just. Part of that is is the lichen. Am I am I pronouncing this correct? Lichen, lichen. or lichen, 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 um, which has been theorized like, like the to underworld be an movie. alien organism. Oh, um, we get into panspermia. We are getting into panspermia, but not for long. Um, we're pretty much going to move on from it. But I, I did, I did find the. Um, the part about coal and like the, you know, the, I don't know, the fucking biosphere from 65 million years ago with the, with the trees back then where the whole earth changed. Right. But like the fungi and the mycelium survived. That was fairly interesting. Uh, I, you, uh, what the was, best part of the book obviously was the, what's the spermia thing? You said spermia. Panspermia. Essentially yeah, it's, panspermia. it's a theory that, uh, so the, if you get actually look at the first symbiotic relationship or mutualistic relationship between two different uh, beings, it's lichens and it's plants which have the chloroplasts and photosynthesis capabilities and f- fungus that create uh, sort of the spread of other nutrients. And that's essentially how people or one theory suggests that evolution started on Earth was by these sort of lichens coming about or these single cells becoming lichens which then allowed all of life to flourish flourish on earth we know that you can date all of evolution essentially back to lichens we just don't know how we got to the lichens okay. and without lichens you would have never gotten anything out of water because it's the only way that root cells beginning out in plants were able to get nutrients by connecting to these fungal relationships this is a it is it is fascinating that either yeah None of that. Well, oh, you should read the book. Um, I, I won't. So the best part of the book was obviously the uh, chapter about psychoactive mushrooms. Uh, of course. That came about in the 1940s, 1950s, and have since evolved into um, just incredible trips, um, which some people have described as like seeing God or like seeing – um, a higher being they are teleported to um, different realms basically but um, there's a ton of science here involved which i have no clue about any of it but like you can you can mix and match these bad boys you can you can grow this little mushroom with this little mushroom and you can create a super mushroom and there are people getting high all over the place and it's just a beautiful thing so um it, you know it was all fine it was good I won't read it again. I'm not reading Truffle Hound, but we learned a little bit, maybe. <laughs> I think you did. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think you read the book. We did okay, I think. I read the book. So, so I was going to so I think let's see, go through the pop quiz real quick. You got all of them that I was going to ask you about except for two, okay? So, okay. what is the world's largest living organism and where is it located? Wow, this is um, this is it's the, all over the book. Is it the coral reef? No, it's the it's first of all. What book are we reviewing here? Is it a coral reef book, you idiot? <laughs> it's not, but it's all connected. Dude. The honey fungus in eastern Oregon, 
an Amarillia, if you will. It's 8,000 years old, weighs hundreds of tons across oh, 10 square kilometers. It's I huge. did read that. Did yeah, you? you did read that. Oh, that's good. That's it's a good. big guy. And good. also, the second thing I was going to ask you about, to prove you read it, is explain the symbiotic relationship between fungus and leafcutter ants. Oh, fuck. Okay. Because that's dope. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool, actually. So... Oh, fuck. Okay, so they talk about, like, these leafcutter ants that um, they talk about them in the same breath as, like, termites and, like, these parasitic uh, insects that, like, prey on certain things, right? So they talk about um, this – I can't remember the name of it, but it's a a black mycelium or, like, it's a dark mycelium. Oh, this is a different Um, thing. This is a different thing. This is the shit from – that they they brought up in the, the end of The Last of Us. Have any of y'all seen that? Oh, I I haven't seen it yet. The first five Saving minutes it. go into this. Saving the binge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, but I, I stopped did, it after. 20 I did minutes, like I that part because movies. it was basically like talking about how you can like uh, manipulate these mycelium connections to um, treat these pests or like treat these um, invasive species or like organisms, and I can't remember the exact name of it. Like it was it was something dark, like dark mycelium or whatever. Um, but like you like implant a little bit into it and it's like, oh, I will redirect your uh, attention elsewhere and you will not do what you want to do anymore. Yeah. It's, right? it's like mind control. It's, it's like the leaf- yurts the- from animorphs. Yeah. Uh, which is part leaf cutter of- ants were part of that, right? No, the leaf cutter. It, it, this is an ant though. This is an ant. So you're, you're, you're right on that. I just wasn't specific enough. Uh, so this is not the beginning of the last of us. So a lot of our listeners are probably going to be familiar with this and this is very real. And essentially what this fungus does is it, get infects ants but the ants don't realize it it takes control of their bodies but not their brains and can move their bodies around while the ant is still thinking it's an ant uh, essentially what it does is it uh, when the time is right and the weather conditions are right it forces the ants to crawl up oh the, it's the crawl top up the plant top of the trees yeah pinch down you go on up the there leaves, and cut those leaves and then the fungus finally kills the ant spreads out its mushroom which pours its spores down onto an ant destroys pile, the whole fucking hive and then reinfects more ants and keeps going it's, it's crazy beautiful. and that's all real so yeah, i'm scared shitless of psilocybin for this reason because one of it's just like another form of mind control uh that slowly gets to people and that's why jake Plummer is a complete weirdo in his mushroom locker in colorado growing a bunch of mushrooms because the mushrooms are controlling him the mushrooms are controlling well, he, him he, um it's possible. He, he merged the wrong mushrooms. He went too far. Yeah. Yeah, so the leaf the leaf cutter ant thing's different. It's so like Spider Man thing, right? Leaf like, cutter ants don't eat leaves. Uh in fact they spend their whole life cutting leaves and bringing them down into the tor- termite like systems of their of their tunnels and they feed the leaves to the fungus and they eat the fruiting bodies of the fungus. So I, I, I I'm gonna give you a C plus, which is actually fairly good. Fun. Like I'm not that's pretty good. He's a tough. Breed. You did better yeah, I, than everyone on Last Chance. You would have done. You didn't that's believe in me, but you're that's even, fine you're not because even in college. I, I'm pretty much, um, I'm pretty much that guy that exceeds expectations. So that's yeah, it. You nailed it. Well uh, done. I honestly, and I said this over and over, Capper. I did not think you could read slash would ever read a book. So this is an incredible. You read book. it. I might not. I might not be able to. Um, read ever again after that book but i did want to i did want to say uh if this book taught me anything it's that i need to be better 
Losing to Rain Man is frankly a stain on my legacy that will never be washed away. And now every time I think I can't watch any more film or scour the internet for one more little edge in my wood wide web, I'll sit back and think about this stupid book. I know it can never happen again. Yeah, this is... Uh, and that's pretty much it. Proud. Uh, is this Was this your first book since The Giving Tree? Fuck, I read... So I read so many books that just... Like, I can get through 50 pages of a book and just feel content that's 50 you're so you're like lebron except 50 pages you can you said you, i'm the guy I, yeah i i don't finish books but i start a ton of books you, you didn't you um, finish one, uh leading with so, the heart from coach k so when you when you came over and saw the bookmark in the book like i was at 50 and like i had to power through yeah and and like the main the main reason to power through is because of pure shame like i well, was just you like, can't squelch in a bet yeah indeed. yeah i can't i can't like run this back like i i got my ass kicked so you got to do it I, resp- I, uh, I but now if you if you recommend me a book about truffle hounds like i'll i'll read the first 30 pages 50 pages and then i'll be i done. mean it's a delightful romp about dogs running through a forest in various places of the world it's beautiful do you guys the truffle the hound words thing, on the page the truffle hound things fucks me up yeah it's sad it just like it used to be pigs they ate the truffles, though. Right. And, like, now they're so changing to dogs. Things. It's, like, it's super fucked up. So you, like, so you can enjoy, like, your third course at a Michelin. Like, great. Do you guys want, <laughs> do you guys want to run through the uh, divisional playoff games real quick and just give picks as we, as we head off? Hot picks? Yeah, just hot picks off the couch. Sure. Yeah. Are you taking the reins back, Joe? <laughs> if, you didn't like our job if, here on mushrooms? If anyone's... <laughs> If anyone's still around, yeah, yes. I'll be honest. I I like disassociate for most of that. Uh, I let's do the uh, Jags at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by minus eight and a half. I'm on the Jags. Chiefs, give me the Chiefs. All right, their run is over. Much better football and- team. Jags, yeah, they put everything out there on that amazing. Third best comeback of all time or third biggest comeback of all time. I don't think they have any gas left in the tank. Shouldn't be eating Waffle House in between games. I'm sorry. I, Go Chiefs. And Andy Reid off a bye. Uh, opposite Reid. I think uh, light, light came on for Trevor there. I think he's playing full of confidence, and I wouldn't want him. He did look good, yeah. In wouldn't half. want him in the, I think it's a Fair. tough spot. Like, I think the Chiefs can be scored on, so I think it's a. I think he'll be within a touchdown. I think the Jags are going to be able to score. So maybe the light went on, but he also said that he thinks that the crowd noise at Arrowhead won't be any louder than it was in Jacksonville last week. So he's also an idiot. So no, he also maybe he is. I do think he's like uh, partially Avatar. I don't think know if he processes he's things the same way. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he's in with AWA. You're right. He, he just kind of looks uh, like Avatar. Next game we got. Uh, it's all connected. <laughs> Philly against the Giants. Uh, Philly is favored minus seven and a half. I'm actually on the Eagles in this spot. I'll take the points. Daniel Jones has turned the page. He is a dual threat quarterback, almost as good as Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think he's fantastic. The defense for the New York Giants is playing exceptional. Saquon Barkley is having a resurgence. Uh, I like him to cover, get get him a close touchdown. That's fine. Philly's the trendy dog here. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
the Giants are Giants the trendy are a trendy dog. dog. That, I agree. Yes, that's Giants all. You, that's dog. all you need to know here. I think um, Jalen Hurts has already torched them once. They play a lot of cover one. Um, he is healthy. He's had a week to relax. Uh, I think AJ Brown torches them this weekend. I don't think they have any answers for that. I think it's just a tough spot coming a week after playing in Minnesota. Now you're going to Philly, where it is going to be aggressive. Uh, Eagles rested up. I don't know. I like them. I think they might. Yeah, I think I'm, I think they might dunk on them in this spot. But yeah, it could be a close game. Next, uh, yeah, the Sunday games are just fucking. They could be. They're just so outstanding. Bills and Bengals uh buffalo minus five and a half at home i'm on the Bengals, even though i know they are the they have it seems like it's a pretty even split but i'm on the Bengals. wait is this game at home oh, or it's, uh, it's buffalo. in it's an orchard park yeah so this is a big this is a big issue for me because they they made the asc championship game a neutral site but they didn't make this one a neutral site even that's, though okay that's what i was getting confused on uh, the Bengals were in control of that game before the DeMar Hamlin injury. In control, um, right. It was potentially first quarter. Could, yeah. It was 7-3, to three and they were driving for a second touchdown. You sound like a um, Texas fan right here. <laughs> I Well, so, so like that, and th- this is the other trendy dog of the weekend, obviously, is the, the Bengals because of how that first uh, quarter played out. And... I don't know. It's uh, it's just a Bills team that's been waiting for this matchup, I think, for a long time now. So, um, I don't know. Line, lines jumped up a little bit. I think you have to take the the uh, Bills here, which is crazy because um, just Burrow has so much fucking swagger. He the Bills have looked so me. the Bills have looked so fallible to me in recent weeks in terms of just like they they've allowed points. They played like back and forth games. They let go of games that they should have won, and I just think. What you said about Burrow, dude is ice cold, man. He's fucking good. He's like, he's just good. And I think he's going to, what's interesting is Josh Allen and Burrow in this, I don't know if it's overstating it, but does it not sort of have the same feel of when we used to get Peyton Brady games and it's just two guys in complete control of their teams? Almost. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Rain Man, what's your, what's your read on it? I'll take the Bengals. I could see this game being within a field goal. It's going to be pretty decent weather in Buffalo. So, yeah, for I'm Buffalo on, in January. So yeah. I, I just think it'll be a close game. I'm on the Bengals on the money line. I think in this spot, actually, I think uh, I don't know. I, I like uh, the next game. Really outstanding uh, game here. I'm seeing tickets at are, are like $500 as the get-in price for this, which is pretty crazy. It's the 49ers against the Cowboys. 49ers, uh, four-point favorites. I hate to say that I'm on the boys in this spot, but I am right. I'm on the boys in this. I, I, no. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points. Until Brock Purdy loses, you go with San Francisco. The uh, Cowboys beat a very bad Tampa Bay team. They looked great doing it, but I don't care. San Francisco's looked extremely dominant, and yeah, I'm going to ride with them. Uh, another sickening schedule issue from the NFL. Uh, Cowboys play Monday night on the East Coast, playing a Sunday afternoon game on the West Coast. Uh, both road games, obviously. Uh, it's just like, wh- what are we thinking here? Like, why why would you put a team at such a disadvantage? Um, 
I think San Francisco has way too much mojo here. I think um, Cowboys, after their performance, are getting a ton of love. Obviously, we like Dak Prescott. We like the offense. Um, but the the line is still not great. The defense is still very injured. Um, and San Francisco is kind of clicking on all cylinders. So I think you have to take – I think you have to take all the favorites this weekend, which is – I think all these – I think all these points are I think all these points are well taken. The Cowboys spot, one of the things I'm looking at is we watched a lot of Brock Purdy in college and the dude runs hot and cold. Sometimes he when he runs cold and he makes bad decisions, like the Cowboys have a pretty good pass rush. I feel like maybe Brock Purdy will never play a bad NFL game, but if he does play a bad NFL game, this might be a spot where he does. Uh, that's sort of my read on that, um, it. The yeah, Cowboys can put just up said a ton nothing of for 15 seconds. Dude, I'm, I'm just saying. But sure. I'm saying Brock Purdy's a rookie, yeah. and he's if he plays bad, he plays bad. It's going to happen at some point. He's due for a bad happen game. At some point, I agree. And this he's is due. the biggest game of his life tenfold. So that seems like possible. As was the game yet last you're, week. You're giving away NFL that... points with a rookie QB. Let's do fundamentals. He's still he's Brock Purdy. He looks great, but it's a rookie QB. I think the more we see of Brock Purdy uh, week to week, the more it makes less sense. The less sense it makes that uh, Matt Campbell did not take a job in the last three years somewhere else. Um, Holy wasted amount of talent on that guy's roster in the last five years. Um, You couldn't win more than nine games with Brock Purdy. That was your that was your ceiling. Brock Purdy. Um, not to mention the running backs, not to mention some of the wide receivers that have come through there. Um, and the big 12 being pretty the, down. Yeah. Decent on the lines, decent, um, on defense, like that, those rosters were, uh, better now than they were on paper, uh, and, and playing games four or five years ago. So, um, I don't know. Brock Purdy makes Matt Campbell look like a fucking idiot to me. There's the story. Uh, I don't. That's the thing. Hate, he's hate he's that. Bill Snyder, but shitty. Bill Snyder, but shitty. They also had Brees Hall with Brock Purdy. Yes, they did. Yeah, dude. Alan Lazard was there. Like, um, come on. Fucking Ibrahim was a dominant force. That was, he play, he, he plays for Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, that's embarrassing. There's somebody oh, else. You're there. doing so uh, well. Cut this off. Uh, cut this off. No, we're not cutting cut it off. off. You're gonna have to marinate in it. Uh, congrats on your mushroom episode, boys. Uh, never again. <laughs> well, unless Merlin. Xavier comes Hutchinson, up. a dog. Yeah, it's too late. You can stop trying. 